Morning, y'all. This is DJ Ambush, and you're listening to X-Ray in the Morning News with my fiance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Thursday morning. It is. Good morning, Ambush. Good morning, Morgan Jones. Good morning, Nebraska. <laughs> Good morning, friends out there. Yes. How are we today? How you guys doing? Kicking it old school? Thursday morning? <laughs> I don't know why, but it always cracks me up when you say kicking it old school. <laughs> Even in moments. I don't know. It's a, like every time. Gets me every time. Kicking it old school, man. Yeah, man. It's out here, you know, live my life, kicking it old school. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with you guys' personal business? You seen Thor yet? What else? What's happening? Are you all caught up on uh, Miss Marvel? What's going on? What's We're happening? not. No, We're not. asking that question. No spoilers. I set myself up. Yeah, you did. Dang. And as we know, these are... Uh, Texts can get rowdy. They can get you know? a little wild. They can get a little wild. <laughs> we did see Thor, though. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I am wearing a Thor shirt. Yes, you are. It's yeah. pretty. Thank you again, Ambush, for the wonderful birthday present. That's a really dope shirt. Thank you. Yeah. 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 I agree. <laughs> Good colors. <sighs> so it's been a week already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm and tired. It's, it's been a week. We got a busy weekend. Yeah. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. The, the summer is in full swing. It is. Huh? The heat's here. It is. It, it's been nice, though. Yeah. That hasn't been too bad. It hasn't been too bad. Uh, that 90-something degree day was not my favorite. But, mm-hmm. you know. Was it just one? I know we were scheduled to have two. I think we had two. But okay. one was not as bad as the other. Yeah. I also stayed inside a lot yeah. both of those days. So Same who am I to talk about this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. not my lived experience. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot going on. There's also a lot going on in the news. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Who's this already? Uh, Rudo. I'm kicking it old school tomorrow. It's Johnny Kemp Day tomorrow. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I don't want to say that I don't get it. But Friday I- night. Just got paid. This guy oh my god! Night. Okay, I never remember that guy's name. <laughs> That's hilarious. Sorry that uh, I needed the explanation, but I I do appreciate it. <laughs> Kicking it old school. I, Look what you're doing! Look what you're doing to our friends out there. Way to go, Rudy! <laughs> way to go! Way to go! That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I haven't heard I haven't heard it called Johnny Kept Day in a while. That was awesome. All right. <laughs> well, I'm I'm putting it in my lexicon. Right. Fridays are now Johnny Kemp. Day. Like, hey, come on, man. What's the um? Oh, what's the? Never gonna give you up. What's that guy's name? Uh, it, Rick Astley. Ah, see another. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Yeah. But it's another name that I'm like, I can't, I can't keep it in my head. <laughs> They're never gonna give you up, guy. You know. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly his name. The never gonna give you up guy. Don't get Rick Roll. Now that I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on the, the the internet long enough. I know what that means. <sighs> you know who should get Rick Roll? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> you are not <laughs> So yeah, in, in national stories, uh Uvalde City Council accepts Pete Arredondo's resignation. I accepted his resignation months ago. Uh, well, 
he did give it. <laughs> he didn't, or he didn't give it, but he, but he showed it. Thank you, sir. Uh, new in a new Arizona law places limits on filming police amid growing calls for transparency. In local stories, a Portland woman was arrested and accused of participating in the January sixth attack. Mm. Amid the misprint ballot fiasco, Clackamas County reported incorrect unofficial election results to the state. And I know that this is going to shock absolutely nobody or maybe a few. Nobody. (laughs) Catalytic converter thefts are surging despite the new law. Mm. And at 845, news editor for the Portland Mercury, Alex Zelensky, will be joining us to break down the latest on the Don't Shoot Portland lawsuit against the city. Cannot wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want all the goods. Yeah. I want all the goods. And she has them. Yeah. Weekly, Alex stays with Alex the goods, man. She keeps the goods. Yeah. yeah. Keeps the goods. Right. Also a great movie. The Goods? Yes. Excellent movie. Hilarious movie. Come on. I wonder if it's aged well. I feel like we should watch it again. It's, there's I doubt probably it some did. terrible stuff oh, in there. Oh, yeah. I doubt it aged well. I mean, yeah. I mean there is Temecula. Okay. All right. We'll oh. take that break now. <laughs> <laughs> Nebraska. <laughs> Standing ovation. Knocked it out the park. We, d- we just started clapping in here. Yeah. We were like, yo! <laughs> Sorry if I yelled in your ear just now. Yeah. Welcome back. That was the one. This is News with My Fiance, Morgan Jones and DJ Ambush. Be a part of the show. Shoot us a text at 971-220-5979. Again, it's 971-220-5979. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Coming through on the text line. Yeah. Good morning. Yes. Rudo, Nebraska, definitely dropped it. Yeah. Huh? On it. On We're it. On it. Today is a... Today's a new day. Yeah, we were in here grooving. Is it, it, now it's Friday. No. And we, and we have to go. We're not normally on the air on Friday, and we have to leave. Oh. Kicked yeah. ourselves it's, off? It's or? the wrong day. <laughs> we, we, it's Johnny Kemp day. We have been transported to Johnny Kemp. <laughs> <laughs> By way of the Bifrost. Okay. Oh, so happy. <laughs> so pleased with himself work. right now. Oh, yeah, the Bifrost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna hit this uh, national story, and I I feel like I should I should read uh, Pete Arredondo so that you can you know I don't know do a victory lap while oh yeah the story the goes. resignation victory lap yeah 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 that yeah. works uh, I accept I accept the resignation thank you for putting it across my desk okay the Uvalde Texas City Council on Tuesday accepted the resignation of Councilman Pedro Pete Arredondo. Arredondo, who is Uvalde's school district police chief, which I still have trouble, said in his resignation letter earlier this month, he was stepping down from the city council position to, quote, minimize further distractions. (laughs) The mayor, the city council, and the city staff must continue to move forward to unite our community once again, Arredondo said. In response, the city said his resignation was the right thing to do. The city council's move came the same day the Austin American Statesman newspaper published edited portions of surveillance video from the day of the shooting. One edited video shows the gunman walking down the hallway with a long rifle. The recording also shows officers approaching the classroom, but w- but then retreating down the hallway and taking cover when gunfire is heard. Authorities did not directly confront the gunman until more than an hour later. 
In a hearing before the Texas Senate last month, Texas Department of Public Safety Director Colonel Stephen McCroft called the law enforcement response to the attack an abject failure and placed the blame on Arredondo. Quote, three minutes after the subject entered the West Building, there were a sufficient number of armed officers wearing body armor to isolate, distract, and neutralize the subject, McCross said at the time. The only thing stopping the hallway of dedicated officers from entering rooms 111 and 112 was the on-scene commander, who decided to place the lives of officers before the lives of children. Ardondo had been elected to city council on May 7th, just weeks before the school shooting. He was sworn in privately without advance notice to the media several days after the attack. In Tuesday's city council meeting, there was a pause heard from off-camera audience members after city leaders passed the motion to accept Ardondo's resignation. <laughs> he was met with applause. I, too, was clapping. You, you applauded. Yeah. I am here for resignations, uh, oh, yeah. more. but I would like to see more. Uh, I mean, I understand that you, there were things they need to do in city council. You can't just fire somebody. Mm-hmm. But should we be thinking about maybe maybe you should be able to if somebody is, uh, you know, derelict of their duties and yeah. not doing the things they're supposed to do? Yeah. I mean, uh, that footage. I have not watched it all. So there's that. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate that there are, uh, they've edited it in the way that you are not hearing the screams of children. Yeah. But to see dozens of heavily, you know, armored and heavily armed men that signed up for this job standing in a hallway with their long guns and shields and running around the corner when they hear gunfire. Uh, ducking down, you know, one, one dude at some point is, gets hand sanitizer. Like, I don't even understand the, uh, the, the, the thought process in a highly tense crisis situation. You're like, oh man, my hands are dirty. Right. (laughs) This, this could be bad. Like walk across, get some hand sanitizer and walk back, retreat to the wall that you're hiding behind. <clears throat> that's a whole different level of uh, not doing what you're there to do. I don't understand why any of them were in the hallway. Like, if you're in the hallway waiting for commands, go outside. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing nothing. I mean, and watching the t- the timer go from mm. this is, you know, five minutes, 12, 17, 36, 52. You're in there an hour in the hallway. What? Waiting for a command. Waiting for a command. And, and the person who's supposed to give the command is like, I'm not in charge. <laughs> Somebody else needs to I'm in charge, but I'm not in charge, charge. I mean, I don't know why I didn't think about this before, but, you know, this is uh, why our dynamic works so well. This is why you do the news with your fiance. I didn't think about the aspect of uh, any of those officers <clears throat> that were ready to do the job and were waiting for the command. And they're in that hallway mm-hmm. and have to live and wake up from those nightmares of hearing those children and knowing I could not do what I was actually supposed to do because someone else told us to stand down. Like that didn't click till just now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because we're always, you know, being fed this idea of, you know, these are the cowboys. These are the good cops. These are, you know, go in there and get the job done. These are the heroes. 
Heroes don't wait for someone to tell you to do the right thing. But these are employees <laughs> who, with a direct supervisor. Mm-hmm. And when the hits the fan, mm-hmm. the direct supervisor is like, uh, you need to talk to someone regional. I don't know. What they're supposed to be two for one sales today. We don't have the stickers. We don't have any of the posters. So yeah, I don't know what to tell this customer. Yeah. Like, I mean, it included just now, like, yeah, you're in the hallway. A bunch of you guys are in the hallway. And some of you, I'm pretty sure some of you are scared. Oh, no. Every single one. Yeah. But there's also some of you that are like, this is what I signed up for. I'm trying to be Bruce Willis right now. And they're just making a stand here. Yeah, I and guess. I'm just hearing children. And I'm just, I'm just standing here. I, yeah. I mean, you are, you're right. That would be a very hard uh, thing to do. But I also am like, uh, how do you not just uh, not listen to your boss in that moment? Yeah. Or, you know, if your boss isn't in there, you know, if uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if old boy is standing outside. He's outside the watching, break room. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. Watching everybody <laughs> else, like watching the outside police, like try and arrest parents. If that's what. Hey man, someone's got to stop this. Yeah, and, and I guess for me, part of that compassion of feeling bad for someone—they're an employee, they're waiting for the you know directive. I I struggle with that because <laughs> this is what you're supposed to do. This is one of those moments that you're you're not supposed to hesitate. You're not supposed to you know uh, wait for over an hour. Yeah. Like, where were the policemen that were in there that run back out to the to Arredondo and go, mm-hmm. hey, man, this is wild in there. Have you mm-hmm. been in there? Mm-hmm. And then Arredondo hits him. We're waiting for commands. I just, you know, that's a really long time. It's that's a really terrible. long time that allowed a lot of people to die and even more to be traumatized forever. Yeah. 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 I just uh, yeah. that 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 just came to me in this moment. But as far as his resignation, um, you didn't want to do the job, like you didn't want to show up to meetings. I don't know if you guys remember we talked about this before. You were deciding to hide from meetings. Wouldn't you? Yeah. So like yeah. No, bro needed to give his resignation <laughs> the moment this happened, and the moment that they were like, "Hey, man." This is on you. Yeah. He needed to be like, you right. Everybody, I'm out of the city field. Yeah. This was, I had aspirations. I was motivated. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. Again. Let, let me uh, go ahead and tender my resignation. Yeah. I mean, if you want to separate the two careers, right? Mm. Let's just look at you as a city council member. You don't want to <laughs> show up. You don't want to show up to do your job. Accountability is a is a four letter word to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> it. I am a I'm a fan and a proponent of accountability being a tool for progress, a tool for growth. Yeah. Uh, a moment for self reflection, a moment to you know get yourself aware with how you uh, interact with other people in the world. And instead, it is a four letter word, and it's something that we can't do. So I can't have. 
I can't be at the city council meeting. All they're going to do is ask me questions. Right. They're going to want answers. They're going to want answers for uh, me. That's not what I hear. That's not what I signed And I talked for. to my union dude, and he told me not to answer any questions. And so I'm not, I'm just, I'm just going to stay home. Yeah. Forget that. You know how, like, times that you haven't gone to work or school or something, and it, it, you're out having fun or whatever it is. And then you think, like, oh, I wonder how. I wonder how it's going in that office, or I wonder yeah, how. Yeah, wonder yeah, what's yeah. happening in class today. <laughs> Not him. I wonder. I wonder if he's like, oh, I wonder how that city council meeting is going <laughs> while he's sitting there, you know, watching Love Island or something. Right. I, I don't know. <laughs> or, or, or signed in under a different profile on Zoom. Oh, and just watching, just, just listening watching on Zoom. Yeah, he's got to be. He's got to hear people See, saying. About I would be running <laughs> if if I'm the one who makes that mistake. I would be <laughs> makes that mistake. I'm not trying to minimize it. Yeah. Uh, if I'm the person that, that, that did that, I don't know how much I want to secretly hear people talk about it because I'm a just beat yourself up kind of person mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I have to like consciously, Morgan, don't be so mean to yourself in this moment mm-hmm. uh, to hear people, uh, like. And now she's not showing up for a job. Who does she think she is? Yeah. That's the thing. She ruined one situation. She's going to ruin the next. Like. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't be secretly listening, is all I'm saying. <laughs> Tender that resignation. Bruh. And again, I'm here for it. I do I, I want people uh to be held accountable. There are things that people do that they should be fired for. Yeah. It, it is that simple. If you are not fit, you are not equipped, you are whatever the situation is, some roles are not for you. To your point. To your point. He resigned from this position, but it's but he's still, still he's so like going even tie back to the earlier point of, you know, being in the position to save lives and you got to wait for someone above you. Right. To make it like there's so many, you know, things wrong in the way this this is this. so many things wrong. And the fact that you still have the job that you were the worst at. Yeah. No. Not, no union should be able to protect you. In you should be No union gone. should want to protect that person that? in that situation. And here's, I am, you know me, that? I am super pro-union, but yeah. uh, police union's a different situation. That is a, um, what I like to call a power grab. And yeah. it's it's far less about, you know, protecting workers from uh, mistreatment, from bosses, from corporations, from, you know, it is protecting officers from accountability, protecting officers from uh, being responsible for the harm that they cause. That's it. And that's a hard pill to swallow, you know, it, for for wanting unions, for yeah. uh, championing them. But one bad apple doesn't oh, spoil well, much, well, is well, what I hear. That's what I've been told. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's, that's... Uh... Some pretty unbelievable. They need, I mean, fire him now. Fire him from the school district police and then maybe start rethinking the idea of school district police. If, and we've heard like <laughs> members of law enforcement in that local community, in that state rather, and uh, other states comment on how horrible the situation is, was. Mm hmm. And how he mishandled it. Abject failure. Where <laughs> I, I was uh in you know in uh the TAC meeting last night, uh 
Was it training and accountability? Mm. No. No, that can't be. Training it. advisory council. Okay, that's it. Yeah, that's then. what it is. Training <laughs> advisory council for the PPB. Right, I'm on the council. She's like, they let you in. Yeah. They're, they're like, they let you in. They let me in. Um, I remember in that, in one of those conversations, like, you know, law enforcement does not want to be viewed like as a monolith, although they treat everybody else, everybody like, else like a monolith, right? Yeah. They don't want to be viewed as a monolith. But then when these situations happen, individually, no one's like, hey, that was, we need to do something about that. Everyone's quiet. There's too many instances of recorded police brutality, police, uh, you know, murders um, in action, not doing the protecting and the serving for there not to be these, you know, rallying cry from those good police that y'all keep talking about. Where are they saying, you know what? I tender my resignation because nobody's doing anything about these people that are doing all the bad stuff. Yeah, I love keeping these bad I need apples. The, I mean, I think that happens. And that's one of the ways that I say there aren't good cops. You can't be a good cop and stay in the the field mm-hmm. without being corrupted at some point in mm-hmm. some way. And so, yeah. yeah. And I'm so I'm sure or yes, persecuted. So I'm sure there are people that have quit because corruption or the violence or, you know, that they've seen. But y- y'all got to be loud. Yeah. It can't just be like, go quietly in the night. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that, yeah, now when you say I'm an ex-officer or whatever, um, if if I'm meeting you, I want to know why you were ever there in the first place. Right. And what happened? And then what, so you quit because this really terrible thing happened? Who did you tell that to? Right. Because everybody else on your force is rallying around that person or those people, and it they are systemically uh, protected. Yeah. And they're getting more. They're taking these bad apples and making apple pie. Boy. I don't want it. Keep can, it. can I go to the text real quick? Yeah. Because someone says, how about that Esperanza show? Oh, it's John. Hey, yeah. John. How about that Esperanza show on Sunday? Ho, <laughs> ho. I was about it. You know what's really great about Portland in the summer? Yeah. Those outside concerts that you get to pull up a chair or a picnic blanket and experience something that um, other folks aren't getting. No. Right? No. Grammy award winning. Internationally known. Portland's very own. Portland's very own. Esperanza Spalding. That show was amazing. And shout out to her because she is one of those uh, incredibly humble, mm-hmm. very grateful um, talents. You know, the I mean, it is the amount of things she can do. Yeah, the amount of things she does so well. It is a it's a wonder to be like, oh, no, no big deal, no big deal. That's <laughs> <laughs> no big. Oh yeah, of course she can do that. We got to see her at My People's Market, and uh, it was just her and her upright bass. It was like a 45-minute set. And she went to town. Yeah. And I wasn't there on Sunday, but I heard from multiple people that it was one of the best shows they've seen. Yeah. It was was amazing. So, shout out to John for bringing that up, because yes. Yeah. Straight up. It's happening. Yeah. 
Summer free for all. Summer in the city. Yeah. It was really good. It was really, really good. Where um, are the rescue kittens? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Crystal. <laughs> Show me the kittens. All right. Oh, my goodness. Oh. oh, and we get a little one. Look at this. Oh, that's a sweet cat. Yeah. Which, as you know. Oh. 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 Okay, that kitten. Garfield. That kitten is a little too cute. Man. Oh man, Ben. Ben. Oh. Okay, sorry, friends. Uh, we're gonna have to figure out a way to like get these messages so that we can put them on our Instagrams and the stories or something, so that you can see these cute yeah. little ladies. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> <Pepper. laughs> I'm sure it's not that exciting to hear us ooh and ah about animals that you can't see. <laughs> it's sorry. Tough. We'll, we'll, we'll work it out. We'll work it out. <laughs> we'll work on it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Crystal said Pepper is over these good guys with guns. Yeah. Pepper's napping it out. Pepper has the right idea. <laughs> the right, right idea. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You ready? I am ready. You want to roll right into I'm it? Right into it. New Arizona law places limits on filming police amid growing calls for transparency. A new state law in Arizona will soon make it illegal for people to film police officers from eight feet or closer without the officer's permission. <laughs> placing greater limits on how people can video police officers at a time when calls are growing louder for increased law enforcement transparency. Supporters of the legislation, <clears throat> which was signed in the law by Republican Governor Doug Ducey on Thursday, says it protects officers from people who have poor judgment or ulterior motives. I'm pleased that a very reasonable law that promotes the safety of police officers and those involved in police stops and bystanders has been signed into law, Republican State Rep. John Kavanaugh. The bill's sponsor told the Associated Press Friday, it promotes everybody's safety, yet still allows people to reasonably videotape police activity, as it is their right. <laughs> as part of the law, an officer can stop someone from filming on private property, even if the person has the owner's consent. Mm. The law makes exceptions for people who are the direct subject of a police interaction. Those people are allowed to film as long as they are not being searched or arrested. <laughs> <laughs> the penalty for breaking this law is a misdemeanor that would likely result in a fine without jail time. Critics of the law contend that filming police is an American right upheld by the federal appellate courts and the First Amendment of the Constitution. More than 60% of Americans live in states where federal appeal courts have recognized a First Amendment right to record police officers as of 2019, according to a Citizen's Guide to Recording Police from NYU's First Amendment Watch. The U.S. Supreme Court, however, has not ruled on the issue. Oh, the Supreme Court. As support grows for Arizona's law, civil rights advocates are weary that it will have a chilling effect on people wanting to film encounters at all. Others question how the law will be enforced, particularly if the officer moves closer to the person filming. The law goes into effect September 24th. Um, Nebraska, now's the time to play the theme from Gilead, <laughs> or Handmaid's Tale. Because in reading that story, that's all I could think, is yeah. they are making the things that were legal, illegal, the things they don't like, illegal. And that's how that fascism just becomes law. So normal. It's just the way it is. This is this is the kind of thing for me that uh, signals what's to come. It is not just the 
annoyance that, you know, you got to step back a couple more feet. The idea that we would need the police's permission in that instance to be able to record what they're doing, that has already been upheld as speech, as free speech. So here we are now taking something that has already been, uh, there's precedence. Yeah. Which used to be a thing that people would say, like, there's precedence for that. So we're just going to let that live. Right. <laughs> um, to take something like this and say, uh, yeah, you can't film me anymore. And if you, if you are going to, you're going to need my permission. What, when, when are the, what, when, uh, when are they going to get permission? The police officers that cover their badge numbers that change, switch their names around so that you don't know which one you're dealing with. Right. Those guys. They're going to give you permission. I just, in these moments, it's like whoever is helping here (laughs) has never been affected by a bad police interaction. And there has to be, that's, that's part of the represent representation is important. Mm -hmm. uh, Mantra too, you know, it's not just people, it's lived experience. It's, what you have gone through it is what shapes your lens what you know what shapes your view of certain things and if you have nothing in your mind except for the police are captain america and not homelander like (laughs) then you're gonna definitely fund captain america yeah right yeah that was a really good comparison oh thank you appreciate it But they be out here being Homelander. And if y'all don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Boy. I'm sure there's a YouTube uh, compilation of the best of Homelander. There's got to be. Whew. If you don't watch the boys. Uh, there's a, it, And it's a lot. D- it's don't get a, me wrong. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not here to tell you hurry up and watch oh, it. I mean, I care to watch it. Heavy. Uh, it's heavy. Very, very heavy show in uh, different ways. But yeah. Uh, Homelander is the, is, is the, he's the hero, but the biggest villain of all of, you know, that world. The epitome of power unchecked. Yeah. Completely unchecked. Which is what the police are asking for. And I need us to like, keep that in mind. That is the goal for the, for, for law enforcement is to not be questioned, to not have to in any way be responsible for their actions, for their inaction, for their harm, their violence. They don't want to have to be accountable for that. And we are creating laws to make sure that we cannot, as citizens, hold them accountable for the things that they're doing to us. And that should radicalize you. (laughs) Right. Like that, that should, that should be a, for Arizonans, what are they called? Arizonians. Because they're from Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> That's a what we do in the shadows reference. If yeah. everybody else missed it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is this is like th- we are uh, voting against our own interests. We are asking for things that harm us. And again, I don't know what it's going to be to get people out of that ideology of more law enforcement 
add more money to these things. Give my local sheriff a tank. Yeah. Because one day. We got to fight the Russians. <laughs> we need a tank in our local town for when the Ruskies get here. Like, what are you talking about? One of these days, that <laughs> tank is going to point towards you. Yeah. You know what's really interesting? Um, at this point, they already have everything they want, right? When officers get sued, they don't pay for it. The union doesn't pay for it. The city pays for it. We pay for it. When they're under investigation, they investigate themselves. Um, there are already so many systems in place to completely protect their behavior. At this point, what you're make what they're making a stink about is looking bad. Yes, that's it. It's not like filming means the accountability happens. at all. We have absolutely all the evidence that it it does not even mean that much. Right, we've seen <laughs> dozens of video. Only for you guys to be like, what you think you saw isn't what you saw. And we're going to make rules and, and judgment based on, based on what we said happened, not what you see happen. So, like, even <laughs> when they lie, I'm sorry yeah, to no, jump in, but even when they lie and they do the, oh, yeah, the, uh, false you know, false report and everybody's on board, you know, they're crafting that together. Just please keep that in mind. That's yeah. not a rogue officer making a false statement. That, that is, is a supervisor involved. telling them, make sure you say these couple of things in there. There's a union even, rep involved with that too. Yeah. Even when they are absolutely caught red handed because there is video, it is sometimes their own video. <laughs> yeah. So what does it mean for the body camps? What does it mean? Because they get to just shut those off when they want, and then nobody gets in trouble for that. Or the trouble looks a lot like you got to sit at your desk for two weeks, and we will continue to pay you. Or sit at home for two weeks, and we will continue to pay you. Right. Even when they are caught red-handed, that is not a guarantee that action is taken. No. Right? No, so no. their level of ability to completely change the entire narrative of something and then not get in trouble for it. And they're changing that narrative for two reasons. One, they want to keep that person that they locked up in jail. Yep. And two, they don't want to be in trouble for it. Yeah. I got a, a CYA here. Yeah. You know? They don't want to be questioned. I didn't do anything second, wrong. Second that's best. a that's a uh that's a uh you know a scumbag that needed to get off the street. And so I took him off the street. Because you can see that, right? You can see that. We all see that. Yeah. A terrifying, to me, proposition that we are, we are going to lose the ability to at least get the footage. Yeah. And I understand. All, every single one of these uh, newer cell phones has a zooming lens that you can get in there from the eight feet away and all of that. But pay particular attention to the fact that the police can tell you to stop filming on someone else's private property that you have permission to do that with. That is huge. Yeah. Who put that in there? Yeah. Who was like, well, what about <laughs> when they stand on someone else's lawn and then they get permission to be on the, you know, like, hey, that's, these are rights being taken away. Right. We're changing. And so with the, property rights. with the rest of the rights being taken away in this uh, country, as it's happening, this is happening. This is not going to be the first one. I mean, this is not going to be the last one. Right. 
This is not going to be the only state that that bans that. We we see how it goes. Once one goes through, then it's like, okay, it worked. And they always try to and, one up each other. Yeah. Oh, we're just going to let the dominoes go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and they definitely try and one up. So it, yeah. it'll be, you know, you can't film within four feet somewhere else. Yep. Yep. And LOL that I'm the person that's being, uh, you know, inter- I'm interacting with the police and the police are harassing me in any way. I can film that until the moment they're searching or arresting me. Right. Because then you're interfering with the investigation. What do you think (laughs) they call it when they put their body on your body and detain you? Do I get to continue filming while I'm on the ground with somebody on my back? Because that's not arrested yet, right? Right. You're not searching me. You're just pinning me to the ground. Just detaining me. But I'm guessing I won't be able to just hold that phone. Like, we're filming for safety purposes. So you don't want us to feel safe in these interactions? Not at all. Wow. You want They want us to feel their power. Oh, my God, Rudo. Oh, my God. <laughs> Have we talked about my uh, affinity for Frank Castle? I don't, I don't know if Rudo knows. Uh, Rudo said even Frank Ca- Frank Castle won't fight Captain America. Right. And uh, yeah, you're not wrong. No, uh, not doing it. What the Punisher knows <laughs> is when to do things and when not to. That is a strategic fella. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He knows when to come through guns a blazing. He also knows. Uh, this ain't it. He's going to lose that hand to hand combat. <laughs> <laughs> he is, he is going to lose that hand-to-hand combat. Captain America got a whole different situation going Bruh, on. It, that's it. <laughs> he got the juice. Frank ain't got the juice, no. you know? <laughs> Frank's just a regular man. Yeah. Who's been uh, mistreated by the government yeah. that he was so excited to be a part of. Yeah. You know, another mistreated vet. Uh, he made a Nice little boy's reference there. For oh, his on. birthday. Yes. <laughs> I really love that there are people that are watching all the things. <laughs> yeah, Homelander is wild. Ooh. Yeah. It's not for the show's not for the faint of heart. So yeah. you, you heard that from us. We gotta don't just go diving in. Gotta catch up though. Yeah. We're very much behind. So yeah. no, 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 no more talking about it because it's <laughs> gonna get tricky. I think we should take a music break yeah. and hit this local news. Come back news. with the local news. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's take a trip to Paris. Hey. End up in Tokyo. Let's, let's do it. Is that possible? <laughs> this, this is my fiance with Morgan Jones and DJ Anguish. Be a part of the show. Choose a text 971-220-5979. Yeah. That's one of my faves. I'm a, I'm a big Lupe fan. Have been since yeah. the kick push. Yeah. Oh man. I've had the I don't know, good fortune to see him live a lot. And um he does a great show. So if you get to see him, you should do it. I'm forever envious. Oh, can I say that? You I, can, mean, I mean that's just general saying, life experience. Yeah, you're not saying he's in town and go okay. check him out at this venue. I'm just still trying to learn. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to mess things Understood. up. Understood. I will forever be envious of that life experience for you, being able to. It was that glow in the dark tour, right? I definitely like this. this come on, there's nothing that could have, there could never have been anything like that. If Lupe anyone's wondering, yeah, opening for Kanye. 
Ah, but you're missing also. The- oh, the NERD. Yes. Yeah. Like, wait, back then? What? We. What's, how was there a better show? There wasn't. No, couldn't have been. There wasn't. Couldn't have been. Oh. I got really lucky in that one, too. I was living in Denver working at the Pepsi Center, and shout out to my old coworker, Sean, who the, we would, you know, we set the ticketing up for those shows um, for mm. every concert, every family event. He knew I was a humongous Kanye fan, and I had been to an NERD show already. I was already a huge fan of them, too, but I had already been to an NERD show by myself in Denver. Uh, and so he was like, I'll take this one. Cause you're gonna want to go, and mm. it never dawned on me that he would be that nice. Like, <laughs> wow, boy was he! And he right. did, and <laughs> and then and then he let me buy uh, floor seats, so we were uh, third row, sitting next to the the Walmart Air kids, grandkids, who were up. <laughs> uh, but that was crazy, and I uh, that was third a whole row? yes, yeah, uh. You're interacting. Again, thank you, Sean. You're interacting. No, we actually were. When I sorry for yeah. you. Yeah. When I say the they were a mess, uh two of the ladies sat down while Kanye was doing Hey Mama. Uh, and he's yeah. like, Nope, I everybody stand up. Every single person stand up. And that was the moment that I realized they can see you. Like I didn't <laughs> know that they can see you. There's just so many lights. I, I was, you know. <laughs> and he is looking directly at our our row, right. directly next to us. Get up! And they were wasted, fam. Like they were, they were having a, it was a struggle fest over there. They and had sea legs. The guy that they were with was like, <laughs> "Get up <laughs> now! Oh my god, this is so embarrassing!" And so he like gets them up, mm. and they just stand there. And they were not in a good way. But Kanye stopped the show in wow. order for them to get up because it was, you know. It wasn't actually, I don't even think it was that song. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But they can see you guys if you didn't know that <laughs> in those big, you know, stadium yeah. uh, situations. The lights aren't that blinding. They're not that blinding, apparently. They can at least see the first five rows. Bruh. That's awesome. But yeah. So interacting, definitely. That's awesome. Speaking of interacting, <laughs> I, got a, I got a local story here for you. Oh, yeah. Portland woman. Accused of participating in January 6th attack has been arrested. A ninth person with ties to Oregon and Southwest Washington has been arrested and accused in the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Lilith Sayre was arrested on July 7th in Portland. She's facing charges for entering and remaining in a restricted building with the intent to impede or disrupt an official proceeding and disorderly or disruptive conduction in the Capitol buildings or Capitol grounds. According to court documents, investigators say they believe Sarah was associated with QAnon, a group that believes a wide-reaching conspiracy theory that's popular among right-wing extremists. Investigators first learned about her involvement after receiving a tip that she was visible in a photo taken inside the U.S. Capitol during the attack. The photo was posted on Twitter on January 17th. The caption on the photograph said, Portland resident, Patriot Prayer member, Mm. And anti-Semitic QAnon conspiracist Lilith Anton Sayre, aka Draken. I don't know if I'm pronouncing any of these things that's, right. That's Draken. Is visible in photos apparently taken inside the U.S. Capitol on one six. 
Initially, investigators' search did not confirm that Sarah was in the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. However, an updated search conducted in March 2022 turned up a new photo showing Sarah among a crowd of rioters outside the U.S. Capitol. In its investigation, the FBI found an open source video confirming that she traveled to Washington, D.C. before the January 6th attack and alluded that Sarah was there to stop the steal. A common Mm. reference used by people who believe the 2020 U.S. presidential election was stolen from former President Donald Trump. Video taken Mm. from inside the Capitol shows Sarah in the same outfit she was wearing in the video taken in D.C. before the attack. She didn't even change her clothes. Right. Wow. Okay. Here's the deal. (laughs) Uh, There is part of me, (laughs) Ambush, that feels compassion for the people that have gotten caught up in all of these different groups, radicalized groups that are just propaganda and lies and fabrications, you know, that are just a, a different kind of fantasy world that doesn't actually exist or have fun on it in the inside of it. You know, like QAnon, Patriot Prayer. Patriot Prayer. Bring it home. Bring it home. Where is Joey Gibson? He in jail yet? (laughs) How can you be a part of all of those things? I mean, QAnon alone does not, uh, it doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many different parts of their ideology that just don't, they they don't, you haven't, they don't make any sense. (laughs) Right. And there's verifiable evidence that good old Roger Stone was Mm. talking about stop the steal before the 2016 election because this was always the playbook. It wasn't necessarily going to be an insurrection in 2016, but it definitely was going to be something. Right. right. It was going to be a fight. It was going to be na 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 na. You're trying to take this from us. We really want this thing. And, w- and so do the people. The people want us. That's before. Before. <laughs> so all of the sewing of this, you know, um, what's the word? I don't know. Distrust for elections and voting. And that has been part of the the rights playbook for forever and someone like roger stone has been able to implement that in across the country right just giving you little little you know here and there's i don't know did that election go right i don't know even when they win so that when it comes to the time that they lose lose and they they bigly lose bigly then we can riot about it because I told you they were doing tricky stuff, even when we were victorious. This is, I mean, I, I want to see people held accountable, mm-hmm. right? But I want to see the people that did this, who, who radicalized these people yeah. to be held accountable. I'm way less concerned. These are the small fish. This, this, this lady is, uh, has, you know, red pilled down the rabbit hole on YouTube and she's just, stuck and she needs to be de-radicalized and she needs to be deprogrammed from the things that she's believed right but jail's not going to do that and the people that indoctrinated her with all of those (laughs) views thoughts opinions that created a the ability to make that fact for her 
and not just her, obviously. Uh, I'm not saving on this one lady. I just this these people have been bamboozled. <laughs> right. There's so many of them that are, you know, were were not on this boat, and now they did an insurrection. The Roger Stones, the Bannons, the Meadows, the Trump, the whole apparatus around him, all of those, uh, all of those people, the the lawyers that said this should happen, mm-hmm. the you know Rudy and uh, what was that lady's name? Oh yeah 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 yeah. I wish I could remember her name. She was the worst. Sydney Powell. Oh my goodness. The, Mike Lindell. All of these people that spent their time. Doing the setting the the, the groundwork for I have the evidence. An actual and when, and when I release the evidence, <laughs> we have the files. We have the data. I have the data. We I, have the data. All the data. That man put on a, a conference. <laughs> he uh, he spent his own money and put on a conference, which was supposed to be showing us. I don't know uh, a group of hackers. Yeah. That we're just going to crack the code and give us all the data. And then he, it was just like a phone book. Yeah. But, but with no names or numbers. And then on top of just that, just letters. It, it was like, well, we got hacked. Oh, my. Oh, man. Remember? During the thing. During the... Yes. Well, my man was like, we're, be, we're, we're being, being hacked, hacked right now, right in this moment. It's yeah. happening, you guys. Yeah. Things are getting tricky. I got my whole team working on it. Sit oh, tight. Man. Those were the days. Talk huh? about some, <laughs> talk about some some garden variety grifting. Yeah, like, <laughs> like just I was gonna give it to you, they but n- but then they hacked us, and so here we are looking like fools on the stage. And I won't stand for that, man. But this is proof they will stop at nothing. Yes, the dog ate my homework. Ambush. Yeah, this is not what we were going to talk about, but give it to me. You have seen. I am trying to get away from talking about, you know, or making a big deal of the hypocrisy of the right and conservative views that, you know, just don't make any sense. They don't make it easy for you. You don't, you can't do this and then do that and then not be. But this one was like the kind that just made me double over laugh. Uh, Laugh. Whatever. Uh, (laughs) Gas prices. You told me a little bit about this, please. Gas prices were soaring, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that was definitely Joe Byron's fault. Mm-hmm. Fox News talked about it every single day. If Joe Byron would just do his job, <laughs> we wouldn't have to deal with this inflation. Lie number one. Right. Rallied on it. Every single show, news shows and opinion shows, every single one of them was talking about gas prices. Gas prices have been going down pretty drastically. I mean, that's what I'm told. That it's drastic. (laughs) Drastically. And I guess that's in comparison to. But gas prices are going down. And now they are getting uh, too low, I guess. Which they're not. They're not even returned to what we were doing before. But they are now saying... What about the mom and pop gas stations? This is just going to ruin them. The price is too low. How could we? Which also the the claim that most gas stations 
are owned by mom and pops around. Yeah, what are you talking about? I don't know what world that that they're like. It's alternate reality, or I don't know. Yeah, I just don't get it. it it's 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 quite amazing. But how do you do that? And then, so what does the audience do? The people that watch Fox, that believe in it, that uh, you know, every day that's where they're getting all their you know, not just the news in air quotes, but uh, their opinions, their talking yeah. points. Yeah, what they're gonna say on Facebook later, what they're gonna tweet. What they're going to, you know, because they're not saying a lot of this to their co-workers, except for the ones that believe the same thing that they do. This is where they're getting it. When you have spent months talking about how terrible Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are. (laughs) And how they're ruining your pockets and everybody, you know, you want me to commute, but you you want me to pay one million dollars for a tank of gas. And now it's too low. Now, now Joe Byron is out here ruining small businesses. This, what do you do as the, you know, regular degular dude in that situation or lady or not, whatever, what do you do? I I would love to hear commentary from uh, Herschel Walker's son. Okay, goodbye. I mean, (laughs) who's out there complaining about gas prices? Heavily. Oh man, remember his sign? What did it say? I can't remember. Like Joe Biden's fault or something. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe he, Biden did this. He was doing it at the gas station. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Telling us that he it costs however much money to fill up his ridiculously huge SUV that's just him riding in there. This ain't no uh you know <laughs> high occupancy right. vehicle in that, but <sighs> Christian Walker. Christian Walker. What a gem. <laughs> Talk about the grifters, though. Like that, he is pulling a Candace Owens yeah. and he's yeah, he is. doing it hard. And I think that I think that Herschel Walker does believe a lot of the stuff that he says, but he also very clearly has CTE. So maybe we yeah. shouldn't be yeah. out here running for office. He's an abuser on top of that. And documented. Documented. So what are we doing? Which, you know, likely due to the CTE. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, uh, former president didn't have CTE. Also an abuser. Uh, yeah, it's Supreme not, Court not mutually exclusive. <laughs> Obviously, we're okay with it. Yeah. Again, I say, play The Handmaid's Tale because Bruh. we are... And I know that, you know, there are people that are much older than us that are like, you guys make such a big deal about things that these have been happening forever. Things and stuff. I think that's the one, one of the reasons why I'm so upset. That's one of the reasons why Mm, this is so, uh, why I get passionate about a lot of these things. You, this is a cycle and they just have us living in a cycle of, it's not going to, we're, they're creating a world that sounds like all of the people that are marginalized, that they continue to try and impress, oppress, didn't exist before. Right. There have forever and always been trans people, been non-binary people, been gay people forever. Beginning of time, friends. Right. And the notion that we are having to do this right now as if those people weren't around before. As if this is brand new and 
you got what's his name Walsh out here making movies about what is a woman. You don't get to ask those questions, number one. Number two, this isn't new. So I get so upset that we're talking about any of these things in the way that these actual human beings, people have just not existed. Right. And you got Josh Hawley out here basically saying they don't. And these are not not just the, you know, pundits and and whatever elected officials that are supposed to represent all of the people in their city or their state, all of the people who decide I will not do that. That is not the job I'm going to do. I'm going to represent the people that think just like I do. And anybody else is on their own. And matter of fact, they're not just on their own. I'm going to take their rights away. I'm going to make it illegal to be them. Mm. I'm going to make sure that they can't get health care. It is, I mean, they talk about a culture war. They're doing the war war. They're doing harm, violence. They are killing people. Mm. And they are creating environments where these uh, you know, folks get radicalized on the internet. People who have never had a problem with a trans person in their life all of a right, sudden. Right, right. They're being told that they have a problem now. And they believe it. Guess what? It's Tuesday morning. Let me introduce you to the list of things you have a problem with. That's exactly how it go. I bet you do. And you know, know what? And I don't understand right. why they buy by you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I, that was a tangent. Apologies. Not necessary. That's what I signed up for. Ah. Huh? That's why I do the news with my fiance. It's also why I do the views with my fiance. Tangents. Man. <laughs> I think a little music before Before we get Alex. You think? I think that makes sense. I think because this sense. other story is a little too long for yeah. them. Yeah. Gonna, it's not gonna make it. Not gonna make it. Not gonna make it. It's time. It is. We are so lucky we get uh, to speak to Alex Zelensky, the news editor for the Portland Mercury, almost every single week. Mm -hmm. And here to break down the latest ruling in the Don't Shoot Portland lawsuit against the city is our good friend, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, Alex. Good morning. How are you today? Also, I was also boogieing to that. Yeah! yeah! See? <laughs> no. We we needed Best that. Part, calling in in the middle of the music. Like, setting me up. Get you ready. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was a, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, I don't know if you guys remember, if listeners remember, in 2020 there were a bunch of lawsuits filed against the Portland police for the way that they handled um those those protests. One of the first ones came from a group of individuals, including an organization, local organization called Don't Shoot Portland, that's been doing kind of racial justice work for a while. And uh, it was specifically um, against Portland police officers' use of tear gas and, you know, so-called less lethal munitions shot at people. And the whole idea was to file this lawsuit and get temporary restraining orders so that immediately police could stop doing that every night to people and stop kind of, you know, dousing the city in this like pea soup of, yeah. of tear gas. <laughs> and, um, and it, you know, it worked in some ways. 
they got, they filed this lawsuit, they got a restraining order, um, police found ways around it. It ended up being challenged again in court and, you know, the judge placed the city in contempt of court for not really following the restraining order. And it kind of, you know, kind of left the, um, left kind of the news sphere probably late 2020 and folks kind of, you kind of petered out of, um, kind of what people were talking about, even though it was a massive case. And that's because for the last year or so, um, it's been kind of tangled up in an argument from attorneys representing Don't Shoot Portland and also the other folks on uh, plaintiffs from the case, uh, hoping to make it a class action lawsuit. So basically, uh, rounding up everyone who, uh, participated in protests in 2020 and who were, you know, people who, uh, victimized by the massive amounts of tear gas and munitions from police and, and put them into a, a class that can sue the city of Portland, which, you know, I feel like we're more familiar with class action lawsuits when it comes to some big company or, you know, like, um, some car manufacturer or something. When it comes to these big things, it's a little bit more rare when it comes against the entire city and kind of interesting, uh, the potential of it was really interesting. And so for the past, uh, few months, a judge has been kind of waffling the idea and, and kind of metering out to see if it was worth allowing this class certification, um, to go forward. Basically, it's up to a judge to say, okay, yes, this can be a class action lawsuit or no, this needs to just stick to the original, you know, five plaintiffs, including don't shoot Portland. And then you can just go forward with that. Um, and so on Tuesday, uh, finally got a ruling from a federal judge saying, nope, this can't be a class action lawsuit. Uh, it turns out there's, you know, it's just way too complicated of a group of people to all bundle into the same, into the same basket and say, all of these folks were treated exactly the same by police. And all of these people were protesting peacefully against police. Uh, you know, essentially making it challenging to, to differentiate between some of the folks who were at the protests who maybe threw water bottles or shot fireworks or, you know, um, pushed back at, at police. Those folks being the same bundle of people who just came peacefully, um, you know, acted peacefully, I guess, and did not kind of add to the, the chaos, um, who were blatantly kind of tear gassed and sweeping efforts. And so now this is just kind of allows the case to continue to move forward, uh, no longer tied up in kind of this waiting game. You know, don't shoot Portland and their, uh, attorneys kind of have the option to appeal this, this decision by a judge, but it seems kind of more likely that they'll probably just continue to go forward, um, by representing that the five folks um, and the organization don't shoot in, you know, in suing the city and its police rather than trying to bundle everyone up into a big class action suit. And so, yeah, that's kind of the, the, the check-in on um, really one of the first lawsuits uh, against the Portland police of the 2020 protest. You know what's kind of scary to me is the idea that this can't be a... a a class action suit because there may have been some bad acting protesters, but that doesn't right. recognize the bad acting police. Right. And it doesn't recognize right. the police were doing things they're not supposed to do like 
use the tear yeah. gas. <laughs> right. I, I mean, how do we, <laughs> how do we address that? I, if, I mean, and it's just absolutely almost impossible for a lot of people to take on a lawsuit against the city. Right. Um, right. So to take that ability to be a class action suit takes away a lot of people's ability to fight for themselves in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's really hard on your own to, to file a lawsuit yeah. against yeah. police and to have extended blood build up with other protesters. Yeah, it gives you some autonomy and ability to push forward. Um, but yeah, I mean, the way that the courts see it is that there there are situations and the way that the you know state law sees it, there are situations when police can use tear gas and munitions against protesters, even though maybe those situations weren't met in 2020. Right. Uh, mm. Just the sort of possibility it, that they might have <laughs> is that really right? To, okay. Then it validates the whole attempt to put them in the same uh, the same group for a class action. Um, which, yeah, it's it's tricky and it's a mess, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't stop this this lawsuit from going forward. At least, yes, you know, it's not it's not a you know dismissal. It's just a well, you know, nice try in this angle, but <laughs> <laughs> we're going a different way. Um, and yeah, I mean, in many ways, don't shoot Portland represents a lot of people. You know, it's not, yeah, um, it's not just one person. It's uh, it's and nonprofit. It's a community organization that represents a lot of Portlanders too. And so in some ways, you know, there's still representation in that group, in that class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I am interested to see how this goes, especially while we were talking about earlier, you know, the Arizona law that you won't be able to film police. Yeah. Um, just, you know, we're, we're, we're getting less and less ability of accountability it seems like or the other way to Mm -hmm. say it is the police and law enforcement are getting more protections to be able to do these kind of things and Mm -hmm. and that's Mm -hmm. just you know it's terrifying me alex (laughs) yeah we're definitely on the flip side of um you know the pendulum swing after the protests of 2020 back to more extreme you know police are king let's protect them at all measures kind of side of the conversation. Yeah. It's interesting to see what that looks like in different states, in different different cities, um, in different countries. And um yeah, and you're right, it, it's it's reflective across the country. Yeah. What's 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 really um what I really find interesting about this is do they think these measures <laughs> won't be met with protests. <laughs> like you're, right. you're, you're fueling the situations by continuing yeah. to push this. It's, it's, it's really wild. It really is wild. Um, yeah, I'm perplexed because <laughs> there's, there's the cycle of violence and abuse. <laughs> yeah. They can just keep adding, you know, they don't want this thing to burn out. Instead, let's make sure they understand that we want to erase every right possible. Just wow. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a uh, it's a way to show control and power. Yes, and Big claim less. that back from the people. Yeah, yeah. Um, in a way, and yeah, yeah. The, the big um, flexes are happening over here. I, I think that's mm-hmm. what's what's getting me. Is the, it's just like, oh, 
you guys wanted to uh you wanted to see something let me show you something yeah you know mm-hmm. and I, I think it, it it really is the you know response to 2020 and the response to people asking for accountability much like what we call inflation in this moment is just a uh, mm-hmm. greed getting back what they missed right. <laughs> you know yeah. uh yeah it's it's very much the same and yuck <laughs> Yeah. Gross, bro. Alex, yeah, thank you so much. Hoping to get back to normal, whatever normal looks right. like. Right. Whatever normal looks like. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I'm I'm so happy that phrase is not as prevalent in the in the speak sphere as it was because mm. that was yeah. quite the. Let's get back to. Oh boy. Mm. <sighs> Alex, thank you so much. Thank we you. so appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, of course. For anyone tuning in, that was Alex Zelinski, news editor of the Portland Mercury. Tune in every Thursday at 8.45 a.m. to hear an update from the Mercury right here on News from my fiance. I'm extra. Sorry for giving you a directive no, there. It wasn't, a... it was like, oh no, I start. I stepped on you. You did. <laughs> my bad. It's quite all right. It's quite all right. Yo, oh, man. there's a lot. I didn't, um, I don't mean to be the, you know, Debbie Downer in these situations. Is that what you're doing? I don't know. Sometimes it feels like it. Like you're just kicking facts. Kicking it old school? Kicking facts? Yeah. That's part of kicking it old school. It's usually factual. <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows. But yeah. But yeah, these are, these, there, there's a lot going on. And when they distract us with, you know, different conversations, uh, when we're seen, and when I say different conversations, I mean the things that don't matter, the things that are not going to change anybody's life. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Or they're doing things that are harmful to people's lives. But it really is the, you know, look over here, because these are the kind of things that deter people from ever trying to sue the city or, you know, um, fight for themselves in a way that that seems like you can. I do appreciate that this is not, you know, a total dismissal. But I do believe that the way that the police acted during those protests there's too much, there's too, one of the reasons that they're trying to make it illegal to film them is because there is too much footage right. of full-blown police brutality, fascism, just happening all over the country in 2020. Yeah. Not just here, but we were, PPB was like, hold my beer. Look what we can do. Yeah. Already and, in violation. Right, already in violation of orders from the federal government. Right, right. And it, it just, when the federal government will not hold law, local law enforcement accountable for real, because the, these consent decrees and, you know, chats and sit down and sign this thing that no one's going to enforce doesn't mean anything. It is performative, and I'm over it, and I want people to not get excited. There is no reforming this. There's absolutely zero way to reform a system that is based on this. It is based on oppression and power. Boom. But they're not going to let that go. No. Not without a fight. Nope. Nope. But you know what? What? If you're listening to X-Ray FM at Carrots R.Y. Portland and 107.1, 91.1 FM, Jimmy, online everywhere at X-Ray.FM. And that? <laughs> was losing my fiance. <sighs> Join us every week. Mm-hmm. 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 This is a good morning. I I I don't know what Nebraska is going to play next when we close out, but uh, 
Well, hurry up and close out so we can find out. Because yeah. I'm excited. This show is no impossible. Working on the DJ Ambush, our illustrious, celebrated engineer, the Brad Lucas, and podcast editor, Kyle G. That's our man's. <laughs> Thank you, Alex Lisky, for joining us each week. Um, hey, man. Thanks to everyone that chimed in on the text thread. We got Rudo. We got John. We got Crystal. And the homies, Tech Squad fam. Yes. Squad <laughs> <laughs> fam. Peeps. Peeps. <laughs> Remember, poverty is a policy choice. And uh, power to the people, man. Thanks for listening. Shout out Sri Lanka. Right around. <laughs>